Hey there everyone, Tyler Pyron here from WeNeedAVacation.com. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Vacation Rental Homeowner Podcast. Today, I'm joined by Joan Talmadge, also of We Need a Vacation. And Joan, we have the topic that is on everyone's mind when it pertains to homeowners. The lodging tax, huh? Yeah, we thought that maybe we had dodged the bullet again, and um, that was not the case. It's just, I feel like every time we talk about this, it just has that dreaded feeling in my gut in a sense really which is I'm sure is the, from a lot of homeowners as well and I know you've talked to so many of them already but l- let's let's kind of just go through the tax itself let's start off explain it yeah. the state okay. local however it works okay um, well the tax itself is an extension to the existing lodging tax that applies to hotels motel stays so um as of January 1st, um, uh, the, the tax, the state tax of 5.7%, local tax, uh, depending on the town and what their local tax is currently for hotel motel stays, um, applies. And in most cases, it's between 4 and 6%. Um, and then the wastewater tax of 2.75%, applies to all 15 towns on the Cape. It does not apply to the islands. Um, They are not members currently of the wastewater fund. Uh, They might elect to to join it, but they're not members. And so anyone um, staying in a home on the islands does not need to pay that tax, Um, nor does it affect uh, any off Cape towns. So, um, and most towns have a the local tax. Um, there are West Tisbury is the only town on the Cape and Islands that currently does, has no local tax at all, um, and some off Cape towns do not have it. But otherwise, if um, and there was a lot of confusion about that in the beginning because people thought that their um, town had to vote on it, and, and that wasn't the case. This, this has been so confusing because of how quickly it happened. Um, we, and when it happened. Yes, I mean, this yes. truly happened at the end of the year in yeah. the busiest time of everyone's lives, mm-hmm. Christmas yeah. and holidays. It was a last-ditch effort, and, and they pulled it off. The uh, legislators um, uh, sent the bill to the governor, and Governor Baker signed it on December 28th, and it went into effect on January 1st. So the the tax applies to any lease that um, for occupancy beginning um, on July 1st or after. And because July 1st is a Monday, that means that the week, if most people have a Saturday start date, the week that includes July 1st, um, beginning June 29th, um, it doesn't. Um, the tenants do not need to pay a tax for for that week, which is good because that's one of the weeks that is always tough to book. So um, people should homeowners should be touting, you know, um, rent in June. Um, yeah. You won't have to pay a tax, and you know June is not an easy month to rent. So you know. Perhaps there's a they have a leg up on you know the the advantageous to rent them 
you again. you are just the glasses half full. I know yeah. that. <laughs> well, yeah. it's, it, at times it's been tough to see that half full glass. Yes, um, but um, no, we we have to we have to look at it positively. And how can we make it work? So let's go through some of the list, just mm-hmm. logistics of it. So uh, advice for homeowners: How should they present this tax? Mm-hmm. To the vacationers, that's someone's coming in. How do they? How do you suggest they yeah. do it? Well, on your on homeowners listings, um, we have the exact tax. Um, so we will say state and local taxes of, for example, twelve point four five percent apply, um, and that mean that gives the vacationers the heads up that okay, here's the rent, and then here's the tax that you'll have to. Pl- have to pay. Um, you don't want, you know, any surprises. Uh, some homeowners have asked us, should we combine the tax with the rent? Kind and, of bake it in, in a sense. Yeah, and we say absolutely not, um, because what that does, it, it very. I don't know of anyone who's currently doing it. If you do that, it puts your it puts you at a disadvantage compared to all the other um, listings. Um, in a search because the search results are ranked by price. So if you've combined it, then your listing appears to be more expensive than all the others. Yeah, say if someone was searching for a home that is two thousand mm-hmm. dollars, and all of a sudden your home now because of the tax, mm-hmm. you've just rolled it up to be twenty one hundred, yeah. twenty two hundred, whatever yeah. the tax works out to be. Mm-hmm. You're not popping up in that search. Mm-hmm. Right, right. So you need to be and, cognizant and, of that. You know, you have to think about, you know, when you stay in a hotel or a motel, they don't tell you what the tax is ahead of time. You pay it when you check out. And when you buy almost anything, um, the tax is separate and has a separate line item. And that's the way this should be, um, should be too. So um, when the vacationer contacts the homeowner, homeowner would you know explain what the rent is and what that the tax would be and we're recommending that you um, certainly put it in your lease as a separate line item and then um, as far as collecting it um, you don't really need to collect it until say the balance of the rent is due um, because you're not remitting it until later anyway so um, you can get the the 50% 50% deposit when they sign the lease, and then when they send the balance, they could also send the um, send the uh, tax, and it could be in the same check or, or you know, uh, credit card or whatever it can just be com- combined there. All at once. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. So what what items itself are taxable? Well, unfortunately, almost everything. Really? <laughs> um, if you charge separate fees, cleaning, linen. Um, anything. Those, according to the Department of Revenue, those are all um, taxable. And they even say that the security deposit is taxable, but um, I've spoken with the um, with Jennifer DeSimone um, at the Department of Revenue uh, many, many times since, um, since the end of December. Um, and um, they are the, the Department of Revenue, of course, is the department that's in charge of, of uh, you know, disseminating the information and, um, and administering this 
whole oak tax. Mm -hmm. So um, what she said was, you only need to charge the tax on the security deposit if you don't return it. Um, because if you return it, you're not taking that money anyway. Exactly. So. Yeah. Gotcha. So in vast majority of cases, homeowners return that security deposit. So now, what if they keep five percent and they have to tax the five percent? Apparently so. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but um, you know, it it can get a little dicey. Um, I, personally, I'm, I probably I won't collect a tax on, um, on a security deposit because um, in um, over 20 years, I've never failed to return a security <laughs> deposit in full, and I don't anticipate that I, that's going to change. So, Fair enough, fair enough. So how, how should homeowners collect and remit the tax? I mean, how do they actually go about doing that? Well, um, they should just keep it aside, and according to the um, DOR, the tax will the first tax payment will be due on August twentieth. So any money that tax money that you've taken in by the, at that point, you'll have to remit to to them. Um, and you know, some homeowners have wondered, you know, do I have to separate separate it out, send it to different areas? It will all go to the Department of Revenue. They'll keep the five point seven that the state. Um, requires and then they'll send back to the individual towns and the wastewater treatment uh, the money that they um, are due so um, yeah and at this point in time um, unfortunately it seems that the that what they're required going to require is a monthly um, sending in a monthly report with with payment. Really? So yeah. to who? Who are you registering this uh, to? Actually, uh, well, uh, the DO, the Department of gotcha. Revenue. Okay. Um, and they haven't yet to issue forms or tell us how homeowners are supposed to register. That that will all come out. But um, the uh, it it's I have asked them why if most homeowners rent their home only for a couple of months in the summer why would they need to submit a form every month of the year so they're looking into that oh, oh woof <laughs> that's the only thing I can say about that now mm -hmm. one of the things obviously people have talked about we heard it at the forum um, the health and safety inspections mm -hmm. yeah. talk to that a little yeah. bit well that's another requirement of the law but it's it's going to be locally um, mandated, locally managed. So, uh, you know, a given town may decide not to not to have a, a annual health and safety inspection. Um, they could uh, if they choose to, but then there's the how to administer it and and you know the the help that they would need. I was going to say, who, who has that expendable person inside their municipality right. to walk to go to every, every home. single home? Yeah. But the um, the law does say that the towns can impose that um, that you know that the uh, inspection um, and that the homeowner would be responsible for paying for the inspection. Huh, of course they will be. Of course they will be. <laughs> All right. So with all this in mind, I think the, the last question, and probably is the most important one that ever, it's on everybody's mind, is will this actually have an effect on the market? Besides mm -hmm. obviously being a pain in the butt, mm -hmm. and besides 
you're having to pay more mm-hmm. and it's a tax I mean, yeah. quite simple yeah. Do you think it will have yeah. an impact on the vacation rental market on the Cape and Islands? Well, all I can say is that so far we have not seen that. Our bookings, our inquiries, everything is up. Now it's only the end of January, so it's it's really too soon to tell. Um, it, it's going to take. There'll be an adjustment where vacationers have to get used to the idea of paying a tax. If they've traveled anywhere else, like to Florida or other popular destinations, they know they have to pay a tax. Um, So it's becoming more common. Um, Massachusetts is the last state in New England to impose this tax. So uh, it's not like we're alone. Um, It's not like they're going to say, okay, we're now going to New Hampshire to the Lakes region where there isn't a tax. Well, that's not the case. Right, right. right. Now, granted, the the other states, except for Connecticut, which is 15%, um, the other states are between seven and nine percent, yeah, yeah. so gotcha. you know that's considerably less than than what we have on the Cape and Islands. Um, but um, we we think that they're still going to be the same number of vacationers crossing the bridge and taking the ferries and to the islands and and staying on the Cape, um, and um, but they might choose a a home that's that's a little less than they normally would, knowing that they will have to pay a little more in tax. The ones we do worry about are the repeat renters who are... You know, been paying X dollars yes. for five years in a row, yeah. right? And suddenly they're asked to pay hundreds more. Mm-hmm. Um, those are the ones that, you know, we think are a little more vulnerable. Um, and homeowners just have to work it out. It... it um, we don't feel that it, this tax is supposed to be paid by, by the vacationer. And we don't recommend homeowners lowering their price. I mean, I, I can see that many of them will be hesitant to raise it. But for now, um, I, I don't think you should lower it. It's, it. This tax will have to be paid by a vacationer no matter which house they choose. So... Um, we think in the end it'll it'll be okay. It's you know there are a lot of things to iron out, and it's been um, it's been pretty brutal. You know, just trying to keep up with everything. Uh, it just moved at such a fast pace, and um, to have it um, go into effect only four days after the signing of the bill was um, was pretty wild. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, so, and a lot of this is obviously this is still so fresh. I mean, it's, we're still learning so much about it, and we'll see how it does affect, if it does have any effect, over the course of the next several months, indeed. Mm-hmm. Oh, Joan, thank you so much, as always. I know this is not a fun topic by any stretch, but appreciate you taking time to talk about it. Great. Awesome stuff. All right, she is Joan Talmadge. I am Tyler Pyron. Thank you so much for tuning in. You'll hear us next time. Take care.